Hey guys, can I ask you a question? How are your balls feeling right now? Are they super clean and dry? Does your partner complain or is not always willing to go downtown? If so, I've got something for you. I've just launched a new product called Down Under Comfort for my brand Emily and Tony. It's really unique. It's a cream to tapioca powder formula that is designed to keep men fresh and clean down under or wherever they need. And girls can use it too, under their breasts, their lower back, anywhere they want to stay fresh. So help keep this podcast free and your balls dry. Use code EMILY to get 20% off your first purchase. Check them out today at emilyandtony.com. Trust me and you're welcome. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com, where your sex life will improve. Not only that, we've got a brand new friggin' website. And I'm I know. Very excited to announce Insane. It. Insane. It should be up right now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, it should be working for you all. And our, so, our show is now free every day. It's free. It's back to being free. It's back to being free. It wasn't always free. We did a little trial run here, and now we're going free. So everyone should get their money back and be happy if and you paid for it. shut up. Shut the hell up. Okay, <laughs> everyone just shut the hell up. Um, sorry, we also took a break this week a little bit because we've been... Um, All over a lot the place. going on. We've got dude, a lot... Dude. You have a television show launching. It's going to be insane. Misadvised on Bravo. Monday. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. You can start DVRing right now. Yeah, DVR right now if you're listening to this. Walk over to your television set and DVR it. And it's going to be awesome. And we are very excited about it. It's called Misadvised. Yep, I'm Bravo. Hashtag Misadvised on Twitter. Because yep. a lot of people are communicating on Twitter about the show. And I started smiling as the intro played because I remember there was so much stuff that I want to tell you about conversations people are having. Okay, talk to me. Insane. So uh, here, here's one of my favorite conversations that I saw. Because once you click on misadvised, the hashtag, it's like, it's like pretty much like a big chat room, right? right? So I saw this tweet that this guy uh, said where he was tweeting a girl named uh, Julia Allison, mm-hmm. who is also a girl on the television show, right? right? with and me, says, yep. Hey, do you have uh, sex with Emily's number? I'm in... I'm in town for a couple of days in San Francisco, right? Right. She said her favorite call is a booty call. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Right, right? So then I saw this guy tweet again and he tweeted you. I don't know if you saw it, but he was like, hey, I'm in town for a couple I of days. I did see blah, that. Blah, we should meet up. Oh, my God. Dude, what's going to happen to he my might, life? He might have thought you were a floozy. There is a lot. Okay, I have to admit <laughs> that the first episode, I look like a total floozy. <laughs> and I don't know if I look like one or I am one. The first episode? Okay, every Maybe episode. every episode. God, the first episode, there's like 16 sex references to like threesomes and wow. everything. Thing. It's crazy. Yeah. And there was that. And then uh, my buddy the other day was tweeting saying that you were a dime piece. Oh, my God. That's nice. And we were talking on the phone the other day. We got to address this. 
Uh oh. And she, you're like, oh, I don't like all the attention. I'm not going to want all the attention. I'm like, yeah, right. I go, you live off attention. You don't even eat food. That's what, that's your, your main My life sustenance. No. Your life I, source not is true. attention. I like attention from people that I know, but I don't know about attention from people oh, I don't know. Oh, God. You're going to be like smiling and flipping your hair at every single person that recognizes you. It's I don't think so. I don't think I want to be recognized in my Uggs and my same t-shirt that I've been wearing for six days walking to coffee in the morning. No. Is that what I want? You're, yeah, you're going to love it. I oh, got to start hey, dressing up? Hey. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, that's me. That's me on the TV show. Oh Survive. my God, that's me. I talk like that anyway. Make sure you should DVR it right now. DVR my show. <laughs> it's really funny, but no, awesome. I think you guys are really going to like it. It's a funny... I think so too. It's a fun show. The other women on the show, Amy Laurent and Julie Allison are great and... I love Amy. I, I know. I want to marry her. Oh, my God. You do? Yeah, but I saw some guys that she's already dated. I know. Like oh, my God. You want to marry her? Can we call her right now? And say that I want to marry yeah. her? Okay. Let's call her. Let's see if she Can probably we? won't answer. On the Skype? Oh. We'll text her saying we're going to call her, and then we're going to call her from the Skype number. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to do that. Easily. Just text her? She's not, well, she's not, oh, she's in my texts. Yeah. Okay, text today's her. show, just so you know what we're talking about. Um, boners. We're talking about boners, no. We're going to talk about uh, how your ex might be holding you back. An important study came out. A lot of people get tied up in their exes and they never move on. We're going to give you tips how to move on, and plus we've got some sex tips for you. And um, some sex in the news, some emails, and uh, it's going to be awesome. Hold on, I'm texting her. Text her. Say that we just want to call her for a few minutes. I wonder if the Skype works. Uh, we're I tried try to it. fix it, dude. It didn't work. We've uh, got some technical difficulties. No. Yeah. With I'll Skype. Try to call my and um, today's show is brought to you by Jimmy Jame. Use coupon code SPRING for $25 off your purchase $100 or more. You know that I love Jimmy Jane toys. They are so fun and they're awesome. And you can buy a massage candle. You can buy the Form 2 vibrator if you've never had one. We love them. And I think you should all check them out and support our show. And go check out the new website, Sex with Emily. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, Sex with Emily. I got to do more Instagramming. I like forgot about Instagram for like the last two weeks. I know. It's ridiculous. Uh, but don't worry, you're going to get a ton of new followers. God damn it, the Skype is not working. I'll just do, I'll call her from my phone. I know, but she then she can't hear me tell her how much I love her, but whatever. Yes, yeah, she fine. can. We'll do it. Kind of. We'll do it the getaway. That's how we roll. We've been doing the show for free for seven years. <laughs> we figure out ways to make things happen. I wonder if she can hear you. Huh? She'll be able to hear you. I'll like yell off the mic so people okay. don't get annoyed. Amy. Amy. Hi. Hi, you're on Sex with Emily. You're on right now. You're on the radio. Oh my gosh. I know. Hi. I'm going to get on that side. Okay, come over here. Menace, Menace wants to say something to you. We were just talking about the show. And he's the guy with the hot glasses, right? Yes. He's the guy with the hot glasses, exactly. Oh, and I, I want to say I love you. I think you're great. I think you're great. You're so lovable. I don't know why you date douchebags. Yes, yeah, he dude, thought she was. A he thought in, that he was a douchebag. In the first three seconds of just seeing him on camera, I can tell he's a douchebag. Like, and it's funny because yeah. I played it for I played it for other people before he even spoke. They're like douchebag. Maybe he's just not. He just has the douchebag, uh, you know, gear on. Or Menace something. is just <laughs> jealous, Amy, because he's in love with you. Yeah. Well, you know, you, uh, you know, 
like um, kind of painful for me to see that happen because this is exactly what I would tell a girl or if Emily was dating a douchebag, I pick up the signs and I'm like, let me lay it down to you straight and I'm doing this for your own good. And I don't know why I can do that for other people. And then for myself, it's like I'm completely like this guy is clearly like in denial, everything's fine while I'm sitting there in pain. I mean, it was really... It was really hard for me, and yeah. We felt for you. <laughs> we felt for you, Amy. We were there for you, and we, we felt for you. But we know there are so many men out there in New York or wherever for you that they're just going to be coming in droves. They're going to be lining up around your apartment. First of all, Emily, I love you, and I just have to say... Like, you're always there for me. I can't even say, like, the times when I called Emily, and I'm like, what should I do? You know, I was like, um, you know, this person's coming into town. Emily, you've, like, always been there for me, so I appreciate it. It's not easy easy for me to see things clearly when, like, my heart's involved, and I hate that I'm... I hate that I have emotions. I really do. I, I know. It, it's but, good, though, Aim. You're good, and you're getting, hard. you're learning so much. I know. <laughs> it's hard, but you know what? It's all good, and and I have to do it. So I'm not like walking around like a robot. Right. <laughs> so. So what's going on in San Fran? We're just having a show. We're talking about how your ex might be holding you back, oh, coincidentally. Damn. That's the topic of today's show. Oh, man. I, that wasn't even on purpose, because in the first episode, everyone listening, Amy does go out with her ex, and so that's just a little teaser for something coming up. But I want to know. I want to know. Okay, and I guess they have to wait and watch the show for Monday, but I would be so interested in knowing how many of your listeners think, because I, like, he has this charm over me. I don't know why. I don't know how. And I'm just wondering if people see it and they're like, yes, he's a charming, attractive guy. Not one person. No, I want to know, like, does anyone else see it? Or is, like, everybody else going to, like, you know, here's my poll, like, total douchebag, there's nothing great about him. Like, I just want to know if anyone, like, sees it the way I do. Um, or It'll be interesting. I, I don't know. I didn't see it, Aim, but I just love you, you and I didn't like... Well, don't say oh. that. You just Well, I think that. he's cute. I just think that I think that oh. you could do so much better and I don't I know the whole backstory too. So well, I You know what, Amy Amy, Emily's crazy. Oh. But maybe that's why I like him so much and that's a really sad statement. I mean it really is and it's something that I'm working on with myself because for some reason if I was working with a girl, I would never let her do that to herself. I would tell her you are worth so much. But for some reason, like, it's kind of sad that I I want to do that for other people. But for some reason, I can't give myself that. So it's, but the first you know, step is recognizing that that's the issue. I mean, you've got the you've got it all down. You know what to do. And now the fact that yeah. you realize that you're not doing it, you know that next time you will you will follow your rules. You'll do it. I think so. I think you will. Oh Oh my God. Well, I love you, Aim. We just wanted to give you a shout out and say hi because we're sitting here talking about the show and Menace said he loved you. So I thought we should call you. Oh my God. And I love your glasses. They're like the hottest thing ever. I'm telling you, we should take a poll on that too. I love it. Thank you. I I know. She's like that guy with the glasses. He's really cute. And then we were kissing. He made me kiss him. Yeah, right. Yeah, he he made me kiss him during the show. Okay, honey, I'm going to call you later. 
I can't wait to see you next week, by the way, FYI. I see you in LA, baby. I cannot Woo-hoo. wait. Okay, I love Bye, you. Guys. Bye, honey. Talk Bye, to you soon. You. Bye. Bye. That was Amy Laurent. She's also on the Miss Advice show premiering on Bravo on Monday night at 10 o'clock. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. I want you to meet her. So anyway, okay, so it's funny that our topic is how your ex might be holding you back. I know. And some other sex tips because that's what she goes through in the show, but you're all going to see that. So Monday. Monday. So let's get into some sex in the news. All right. Okay. Do women have a sexual prime? This is just a quick one. Love Honey did a survey, and they came to the conclusion that women hit their sexual peak at the age of 28 and men hit theirs at 33. Now, I think that's interesting because I thought that men hit their sexual peak at 18, we're always hearing, or 21, or whatever. But they say that men and women hit them at different ages. So I've already peaked. I don't understand. Um, but that's what the study says. Okay, and then another study came out that said the IUD are better at preventing pregnancy than the pill. The what? IUDs are those insertion things. Oh, no. The pill may be tried and true method for keeping those pesky pregnancies at bay, but apparently it's actually one of the most mediocre birth control methods on the market. According to new research, long-term options such as intra uh, the IUDs, that mm. Provera shots are more effective than the daily dose. Daily shots when they shoot oh, you. Daily you, shot? Yeah. Or no, no, you get a shot once and then it's like a daily dose gets released in your body. Oh, but it, it's a shot that has a thing in it, right? As a shot, and then you get all the stuff yeah, shot into you. They, <sighs> what? You're gonna get mad. At what I'm, what I'm gonna don't have to say, say anything bad about women who do this because you did that once and everyone got mad. What are you gonna say? No. Okay, go ahead. I'm just saying. I think it's a good thing. I'm just putting the statement out there that they do use birth control and all this stuff like that. But for some reason, out in the out in the world. Guys kind of bag on chicks that do that. That do the shit. What? Just because they don't take a pill every day. Yeah, yeah. But they just say, oh, those those chicks are just mega sluts. Oh, that's so (laughs) dumb. That's the dumbest thing. Man, you said this once and we got 100 emails. But am I saying they – I'm not saying they're my words. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying. Those people are idiots. It means that the girl that you are effing is not going to get pregnant because she didn't forget to take her pill today. And I think that's a good thing. And I fully support that. I fully support the shot. So don't give me crap about it. I'm just saying what other people are saying. Well, your other people that you're talking to are idiots. Well, I'm sorry. It's okay, You know what? Uh, Maybe I should not say anything not to offend anybody. Actually, I don't care. I love that wouldn't be fun. Offending people. You can, you can offend people. Okay, Kourtney Kardashian and Scott Disick, their sex life reaches an all-time low. <gasps> well, she's preggers. Oh, please never use that word ever again. Why? I hate that I'm word. I'm sorry. I've never used it, have I? Never. I just I did. It. I never will. I hate, stricken from my brain. I hate that. I hate Uber. I hate preggers. There's, a, there's like a list of words I hate, but that's on top of Do the you list. hate totes? No, totes. (laughs) We use totes all the time. Okay, Kourtney Kardashian has already publicly announced she has commitment issues, which is why she doesn't plan on marrying Scott Disick soon. But what What? fans don't know is what's really going on behind closed doors, and it's not pretty. They have fought often during the pregnancy with each other, and the amount of sex they had during the pregnancy is astronomically low. They've definitely reached the point of their relationship where sex is a chore rather than a fun and loving activity. However, despite their dwindling sex life, a breakup between the two is unlikely. So that's good. Whatever. They'll get it back. She's pregnant. They're not having sex. That happens to a lot of people during pregnancy. I'm telling you, I would not want to have If I can't imagine being pregnant, I some women get really, you know, horny or whatever yeah. during sex, but some during pregnancy, but some women don't, and they just don't want to have sex. They're like, the last thing I want is a penis in my vagina. Yeah. Or, no, I heard some uh, women that are 
really just want to keep on doing it, and the guys don't want to do it. Oh, because they're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've heard mixed. Mixed, mixed, mixed. Mixed feelings. Um, okay, anything that you have got from Celebrity Gossip? Because we haven't done a show in a week, which has been painful. I missed you so much. Um, um Celebrity gossip. There's nothing out there. There was there was a rumor. There was a rumored picture that Kanye West tweeted out a photo. If you hear about this of Kim Kardashian naked, it is totally false. He didn't tweet this out. He would never do that. It was some porn star from like a year ago um, that put this picture out online, and everyone thought it was Kim Kardashian. It's not. Kim Kardashian. So don't fall. Thank you for clarifying that. Yes, I appreciate it. But you go ahead and Google it. It's a nice. Photo. Oh, it's a nice hot chick who looks like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Do you think she's hot? Like, would you bang her? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I've met her before. She was very sweet. So right. why not bang her? Uh, I would, <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather not know her past history. Right. <laughs> if right. it was some girl I met on the street, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But then you're like, oh, oh she does sex tape, the whole thing. Well, yeah, just knowing, because, you know, again, the guys don't, guys don't want to know your dating past. I know, they don't want to know everybody. Don't. And that's why I feel bad for every boyfriend that you have, because you love just bringing, flaunting every ex-boyfriend you ever had in front of them. Right. <laughs> it's like, guys don't oh, like I that. I do? Yeah. Well, but, but then I'm not sleeping <laughs> with them anymore. But well, you guys know, just don't even like that in general. Then you want to know. Oh, yeah. I, I've stopped telling, like, the guy that I'm dating who I've slept with out of my friends. Thank God, because it's I all feel of them. Bad for the guy. <laughs> yeah. Just so assume. Just, just assume that I've banged all my male friends, um, but just wow. once or two, twice. Um, okay, <laughs> communication, knowledge, and open mind is the key to great sex. Good, commu- good communication, an arsenal of knowledge, and a willingness to be open-minded can keep the fire burning. That's all you need. Things may not look or feel or work the same way they did when you were 50, 30, or 20, but that doesn't mean they can't still work the same way that's beautiful and pleasurable. So you just need to communicate a lot with your partner and have an open mind. So it's a new book that came out called um, Sex Made Easy, Your Awkward Questions Answered for Better, Smarter, Amazing Sex. And she talks about um, how important is sex to the success of a relationship and it varies from person to person, but sex is important to most people. So I think people who are in a relationship and they say, oh, sex was good, but now we don't care and it's fine. That You're in trouble. If you stop paying attention to your sex life and you think it's totally fine that you're not having sex anymore, there is a problem. It's okay for a few weeks or a few months, but if it's been going on for years and you never have sex and you think everything's fine, it's just I'm telling you, you need some therapy and you guys got to get your sex life back because couples who are not connecting sexually are not going to be connecting in other ways. At all. At all, you got to keep having sex, but it's hard. I get it. You like you've been with someone for a while. You have babies. It's hard to keep doing it, but you got to do it. What? Uh, sorry to go back to the news story about um, Kourtney Kardashian and okay. Scott Disick. Okay. Can yes. you read one part for me again? And I want to explain something. Yes. Go go ahead and read why she doesn't want. She has to. commitment issues. Commitment it says. issues. Courtney has commitment issues. Okay. Which doesn't make sense because the past couple episodes of the Kardashians, I know you probably haven't watched it. No. But it's all giving Kris Jenner, the mother, crap for cheating on her husband. And Courtney is the one that makes the biggest issue out of it. Right? Right. She's like, I don't know why you're bringing all this stuff back up. And right. Actually, the next episode is she's meeting up with that guy again. No to way. go like hang out with him and hang out with him and talk to him and stuff like oh that. Oh my god! And uh, it just keeps on showing Courtney being pissed, saying you know that that ruined our family and all wow. this stuff. Wow, is that was and, her, but that was with her dad that she cheated on her. Yeah, 
So uh, Kourtney Kardashian's dad, which was uh, Robert Kardashian, right. the famous lawyer, Chris uh, Jenner, was cheating on him with this random guy. Wow. And so Courtney, being the oldest, she knew everything that was going on. So all these episodes are just like how Courtney has all these issues. Oh, with. they all come up. I couldn't imagine doing but a reality somebody, show with my family. Somebody did bring that up saying, you know what? Courtney's uh, being kind of hypocritical because she's not married to Scott. Right. Just And so she could just leave him at any time and right. not feel bad about it. Right. You know? That's true. That's true. So they're saying she should be commit. She should well. be committed. I mean, if you're having two kids with somebody. I don't think you have to get married. Oh, God. Oh, God. People Roll don't your take eyes. her advice on no, that. Just don't tell people not to take my advice. I give no, I'm, just saying, advice I'm just saying if you don't want to marry the guy and you already had two kids with him, then you shouldn't be living with him. Mm. You shouldn't be. She just might not want to get married. Not everyone has to get married. Like, I don't see why that's the end all be all. Not everyone can get married anyway. But so. if she's not getting married to keep her options open, then just go keep your Dude, options. she's not keeping her options open. Then you think that's what why? is the effing point, man? I don't know. I mean, maybe she's, they don't have time. They're shooting oh, reality shows to see, get married. Why are you making up all these excuses? I just either, can't. I don't know. If either I'm... commit. If you have two kids together, you're living together, you're sharing your whole life together, then commit to this person. If you don't want to commit, then just move on and find somebody to commit to. They're don't committed, just keep this guy but why around. are you saying a piece of paper is going to make a difference in their relationship? It does make a big difference. It shows that I am committed to you for the rest of my they'll life, which I know that point. scares you no, to no, death. I mean, I would get committed for the rest yeah. of the week. <laughs> See? So that's why I don't even want to hear your comments on this kind of oh, stuff Jesus. because you're totally against it from the get-go. No, you I'm don't not. Need, you can't even play devil's advocate when it comes to this conversation. No, I can. I totally can, but I don't feel like it. I just think that it's not weird that so many people are not getting married. Like the marriage numbers have dropped. That's people- fine. I'm just saying if you're not going to do that, then get, why even live together? Just go and keep your options open. Stay in different houses and just date each other and stuff like that. It's just your logic makes no sense. How, how's it not because make why sense? Because what you're saying, because they're not married, that doesn't make their union that she, she wants to keep her options open. I think she doesn't want to get married. Does he want to get married? Yes, I think he does. He's already brought it up where he wanted to get married. Well, she's not ready yet. She's going to figure not it out. Not ready Okay. What? Then she's going to be ready to someday to just marry the guy no, that she's already she been really with and had two kids him, with forever? No, I but they just don't have time to have a wedding. She doesn't want to have a wedding. A lot of people do that. Her sister had a $10 million wedding in like, I don't know, Yeah, that went months, really well. A couple months. And then her other sister, who's, who's already been uh, married for, uh, I don't know, uh, two and a half, three years now, had a, uh, had a wedding within 30 days. That's crazy. So come on. They she have probably money and resources is smart to have a- and watching her family going, I'm not jumping into marriage. It's not working for everyone else in her family. Okay. Bethany Frankel blamed herself for the miscarriage of her second child. So she had a miscarriage. and I didn't hear about this. She did. She had a miscarriage and she went to the doctor and, she, and the doctor said, at your age and with how busy you are, you've got to slow down. And apparently she felt that she brought on her miscarriage because she didn't slow down and she continued to work. But the doctor assured her that it had nothing to do with that. But that's the headline is that she She's blamed herself. She's so crazy herself. about it. She was so crazy about it. She felt so bad. She said, she said the doctor assured her otherwise, but the star remained heartbroken. There's something so sad about it uh, that there had been a life in there and suddenly it was not there. She explained in the article. During the grieving process, she eventually realized it wasn't her fault. She, she got over the, gu- the guilt, but now I just felt bad for whoever she was going to be. I felt bad for that heartbeat. Oh, that's sad. I'm pissed, too, about a talk show. What happened? 
So it's airing today or something now. So yeah, I think it's today. No, no, it was just the other day. Okay. And they pumped it up. National news everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Every shit. You and see she's it, right, tweeting right? it, yeah. Yeah, tweeting like crazy. You can't go anywhere without hearing about how she has a talk show. It only airs in eight cities, and we're not one of them, San Francisco. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, heard it's, that it's they're in, starting rolling it out in just a few cities. It's in L.A. and New York, which are major what are markets. What liver but in San it, Francisco? Yeah, we're the fourth largest market in the effing country, man, and we can't get some Bethany in our lives? Jesus Christ. Can, who can we talk I mean, to about what that? I mean, what are you airing, Fox? That's so important. You right, exactly. Another Jerry Springer show? I, exactly. Like, like even Jerry, Jerry Springer's uh, bodyguard Dead. has his own talk show. No, really? Yes. Are you serious? He has his own talk show. Maybe they just want to roll it out, build the buzz. There's probably some science to it. I don't know. They have some like Canadians that have a, a, a show that's a talk show that's airing here in San Francisco. Like, why can't Bethany? I don't know, baby. You should write a letter to the people. To I'm going to write a letter to Fox Say I want some Bethany in my Next life. Next time you sit down and write a letter to Taco Bell to bring back the double-decker triple alarm, <laughs> maybe you should sit down and write a letter to you Fox. you got to get it right. It's <laughs> four-alarm double-decker taco discontinued in 1997. Right. And I've it's been upset by Don't ever say that. It's not coming back. Why would they People are like, oh, just get the volcano taco. No, I want the four-alarm <laughs> double-decker taco. If you guys don't know, I've been missing this taco. For what? Do the math. A long time. 15, 16 years. <laughs> I just want it back. I know. He's been writing letters to Taco Bell. He's like the crazy person. They're like, oh my God, this crazy guy. I found the CEO on Facebook and I messaged him and he never wrote me back. Well, and honey, I sent a nice busy. letter. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. I <laughs> it was the sweetest letter ever. I'm like, I, you know, I used to love the four long double decker taco. Your fame will just rise and they'll yeah, bring right. it back for no, you. No, you're the one that's going to be famous. It'll be called you the Menace Double Decker Taco. You know, Triple if you're alarm. ever going to do ever, anything for me, when you become famous, you got to get them to bring back the four alarm double decker taco. Deal. I'll shake your hand on that. <laughs> and on. I'm taking you to the Playboy Mansion. Please. I will. And if, you know, and if oh, they're what not else too, do you want? And if they're not too busy, maybe the Rancho Steak Burrito. That, that's it. That's all I need. <laughs> now the Rancho Steak Burrito? I mean, just as, as an added bonus. But As long as the, you're bringing back the other one. The, the main priority is the four-alarm double-decker You got to stay focused on the four-alarm. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, if you want to slip in the Rancho Steak Burrito, you can. Yeah, you just do a little slippy slippy. Um, I mean, there is no kind of fast food that I crave in that way that I would oh. even know that it was gone or missing. Because I don't eat fast food. Do you still eat it's fast delicious. food? It's delicious. You still do, obviously. Hell yeah. Obviously. Okay. We've got some emails from the people. Love the people. Thanks, everyone, for emailing us at feedback at sexwithemily.com. And you can also email me right through my website, sexwithemily.com. And go check out our new website. It's awesome. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's super clean. It's the best website you've had it's so far. It's taken me seven years to get a really good website. and um, So you better visit it. You better visit it and you better put in your email address. I won't spam you. Okay. And the show's free now. The show's free. We mentioned that. We do a few shows a week and they're free. We've got 400 million shows. That you can listen to. And they'll improve improve your sex life. Okay. Hello, Emily. My girlfriend and I are big fans of the show, and we listen to you guys whenever we get the chance. We have an amazing sex life, and we're madly in love. Recently, though, we had a small disagreement about masturbation. My girlfriend gets bothered every time I want to masturbate when she is not around. We have a long-distance relationship, and it's hard for me to not release every once in a while. However, my girlfriend gets bothered when we haven't seen each other in a while, and I chose to and I choose to masturbate rather than hold off until we see each other. She feels it is selfish of me to masturbate when she, on the other hand, chooses to wait until we see each other. 
she doesn't enjoy masturbation herself and won't take that alone alone time to explore her body. And since she doesn't take that time for herself, I feel as if she's making me wait because she chooses to wait. She also feels that when I masturbate that sex isn't as passionate as it can be, but I assure her that it is. She feels like I can't wait for her and feels that she's not worth the wait, but I tell her it's not the case. Please help us out and give us your opinion on our situation. Thanks, Alex from Los Angeles, California. Alex. Okay, Alex, here's the deal. Masturbation is completely normal and healthy. In fact, men with the healthiest sex life masturbate even more often. You've got to tell your girl there is nothing wrong with you masturbating. It doesn't mean that you don't miss her. It doesn't mean that you're discounting her. It doesn't mean anything at all. It just means that you are a man and that you need to masturbate. So, I mean, that is all you need to do. I'm telling you... um, that masturbation, masturbation is, uh, is, is something that's totally normal for, for men and for women. And I got to tell you something. She needs to masturbate. She needs to masturbate herself. She should probably spend time alone exploring her own body. And then she would realize that maybe she'll start masturbating and you'll start masturbating. And then she'll understand that it's fine. But right now, I'm concerned that, she, that it, this is an issue for you. Especially because you're having great sex and you have a great relationship. But it's like, it's almost... I would even say if you never masturbated, that was unhealthy. Like it, 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 fl- it flips on the side of being healthy to masturbate. Maybe she should just get the rock box. Oh Jesus, the rock box, <laughs> strongest vibrator out there. It's the newest vibrator. No, don't do it. She'll blow no, don't out get her the, vagina. Don't, don't, don't get the rock box. But even she, Emily's af- afraid of the rock box. I, it is sitting in my house. I got sent don't the rock do it. box. Don't I kind of want to use it. Are you serious? You want to use it? I don't know. I'm afraid my vagina is going to fly across. Yeah, the room. don't. It do looks it. like a power tool. See, once you have the rock box, there's no going back. Like, you just have to go bigger and bigger and bigger. I and wonder if you can buy it at adamandeve.com. And Check out adamandeve.com. Use coupon code Emily. By, the, by that time, maybe my sex toy will come out, the dump truck. The dump truck. Jesus, yeah. that's a terrible name. Um, but but <laughs> Alex, um, yeah, you guys got to do some reading on masturbation. Totally normal, totally healthy. A lot of women, it's kind of like the porn argument that people, guys, women get upset when men watch porn. Healthy. It's fine. Uh. Did you just burp in the microphone? Yeah. You didn't find that sexy? No. Oh. That was horrible. You don't... Do, are you turned off by stuff like that? No, I burp all the time, but <laughs> I... Mm. I don't burp during the show. I just burp yeah. at the office. We're, we're, we're lucky enough to record at the Stitcher Studios in San Francisco, California. Download the app. It's totally free. You can... You can... <laughs> You can stream podcasts. Emily's giving me a dirty look, but they have free Dr. Pepper in here. I know. So I'm drinking it. Up. I love Dr. Sorry. Pepper. Okay. So, Emily. Yes. It's 8.40 Central Time, Friday, Ooh, and June I'm masturbating. 6th. And I'm listening to your show on XM. Really? I think I just heard you argue that an extramarital relation affair is okay if it's safe sex. Did I hear you correctly? No, you did not. I would never, ever say that. So, he goes off. <laughs> Uh-oh. And he says, I was married for 14 years to a woman that I worshipped and treated like a princess. She also loves me very much, but several I had, but her several extramarital affair, marital affairs destroyed her marriage. She has a similar attitude as you. It was only sex and it didn't mean anything. I disagree. Sex is the one thing that a couple share between themselves. Once a partner gives up their body to another, sex is no longer special. The intimacy is gone. Sex becomes just pleasures of the flesh. Sex is no longer making love. It's just sex. James from Panama City, Florida. James, I'm here to tell you that. my point exactly? What? What have I always said? People that listen to the show know that I say that you can't just kiss a woman's ass 24-7 because they'll just walk all over you and do things like this that's going to upset him. 
You know? Oh, because you treat her like a princess and worship her? Yeah. And you, you just can't. I'm not saying treat a woman like crap. That is not what I'm saying at all. You should never do that. But you can't put women that you date up on a pedestal because then they have you in the palm of your hand and then they just take advantage. They might even they might not even know that they're taking advantage, to be honest. They might not even realize it. I need to it. be put on a pedestal. A lot of women want to be put on a pedestal. Yeah, but then, but you have to put then what happens when you do too. that? Here's the what problem. do you go do when that happens? I don't do anything, but here's you the go. thing. <laughs> She had an extramarital affair, and um, and I would say that it's not because you treated her like a princess, but I would say you also you can treat a woman like a princess, but also go down, you know, not go down on them, but be hard, like like give them when they screw up. You when can they be, screw up, you yeah, yeah, you, you gotta, put your foot down, yeah, man. yeah, you put your foot down. Like I don't know if you Lay let the her law. walk. Maybe she walked all over you. I'm not sure what happened there, but I would say that you you can. It's, it's okay to put a woman on a pedestal, but then to also be real if something's going on and be like, that's not cool. Like this guy that I'm currently dating, which I totally appreciate, he does not take any crap from me. That's good. He does not let me get away with anything, and he calls me on shit all the time. It's almost like too much, but I I totally I bet appreciate you hate it. it. No, I love it. It makes me think he's even hotter because he's like, I'm not putting up with that. This is a deal with me. I treat the women that I'm with like gold. I know it's surprising for you to even think that. Well, the last I time do. you were with a w- woman, it was like, you know. What? 2004 yeah or yeah yeah sure right i i treat them like gold but if they're like they once they the moment they start taking advantage i just pull the rug out from under them and they're like man i really want that guy that guy that really nice guy again so then they don't fuck around you know right right they just they just don't they're like i want to keep the guy because i know if i screw up that i'm gonna get the guy that i don't want to to mess around with you know right and that that's just how you got to be. I'm sorry cuz it goes both ways too. If you're a woman and you just like kiss your man's ass all the time and when he screws up, you don't call him out, out on it. He's just going to continue to screw up and upset you. Right, that's true. You know, and it's not going to be a good relationship. Just it has to be a healthy relationship and the the balance of power should be equal between both people in the relationship. You got to keep your hose in check. You feel me, Emily? Oh god, stop talking. <laughs> Hi Emily. After reading an article on Katy Perry, I realize how much Katy Perry and Zoe Deschanel look alike. I know Menace has expressed his crush on Zoe in the past, so I was wondering, does he also have the hots for Katy Perry, or is it Zoe's personality that wins him over? Michelle from Baltimore. Um, Katy's Katie's fun, right? Um, I can I can see her being extremely high maintenance, right? Uh, I I don't know if I want to have sex with a girl that had sex with Russell Brand. Oh, okay. Afterwards. God, you're so funny like that. Why? I don't know. Just like so, what? He's gone. They're all. I know they you don't care. Up. Like, oh, maybe you're you're uh, uh, some guy that you're dating uh, slept with some super skanky hoe. Like, I know you don't care about that kind of stuff, but I do. That's just me. I'm sorry. I'm. You like, think oh. Russell Brand's a skanky hoe? Russell Brand is an admitted sex addict. Like, have you remember you read that story about it? It yeah. was an amazing story. Yeah, I, I can repeat it because I I memorized it. You okay. want me to tell tell you? He like had sex with all these women. Yeah, he had sex with this writer when he's you know he's over from UK whatever. So there's a there's a news writer that wanted to do a story on him. So he says, "Oh yeah, yeah, come come over to my house and uh, we'll, we'll talk about it." Right. So she goes over to his house, answers the door, completely naked, right? Right. Invites her in. She's like, okay, whatever. She, she walks in, 
talks and he goes, oh, would you like a drink? And she goes, okay, I'll have a drink. And then he goes, oh, would you like to go down on me? So she started, because he's super, like, famous. Like, right? he is, like, a rock star. She went down on him? So she starts going down on him Ugh. while he's eating a plum. Right? <laughs> and then he goes, oh, would you, would you like to go up to my room? She goes, fine. They walk up to the room. He opens the door, and there's already another woman in the bed completely naked. Oh and she God. said that the other woman looked like she was shocked that she was there. Wow. Right? Like right? the other woman didn't even know that another woman was showing up. Right. So he asks, like, hey, since we're all here, would you like to have a threesome? Right? Right. That's just some random writer that yeah. he's never met. And the writer says, you know, whatever. I was up for it. You know, because, you know, Russell Brand's famous. Good story. Yeah. She said that the other chick wasn't down for it. Right. So then Russell Brand asks, oh, can you wait while I have sex uh, with the writer? And the other chick just waited at the end of the bed until he was done. Oh, my God. And that doesn't that <laughs> sound writer. fun. That doesn't sound <laughs> interesting. That doesn't sound hot. I mean, it sounds so, interesting, but not hot. So, and then that's the type of dude, like, she was sleeping with for, like, ever. But like, he now was, like, that, a recovered, recovering sex addict. That's great, but she was still sleeping around with Haven't the guy. Haven't you I'm not done interested. anything in your past that you're not proud of? I'm, I'm sure I have. Shouldn't women, like, haven't you slept with some chicks that if your future wife knew about, she would never date yeah, you? Yeah, so these are women that I'm never going to tell her about. Right. She's not going to know about. Right. But since Katy but Perry... But since you know, Since Katy Perry is in the it. public eye... And don't get me wrong, I'm not hating on Russell Brand. I love Russell Brand. I think he's right. hilarious in movies. Love the guy. Uh, I'd love to hang out with him. So you're saying you won't But pay- I don't want to sleep with chicks that this dude slept with. Okay. I'm so, sorry. So fine. You don't want to sleep with Katy Perry? I, I <laughs> And Katy I Perry is, uh, she's beautiful. She's funny. Right. Um, but again, she could be super high maintenance. Zoe Tichanel, I don't know her. I've never met her. She could be super high maintenance too. But I think that she's cute. She's cute. She, I've only, I only know one other guy that she slept with is some, the guy from Death. Deb Cap for cutie that she was married right. to for a while, but at least you know what she was married to that guy. Okay. That guy's a total effing nerd, and so am I. Right. So it you gives are a me nerd. You're gives such a me, cute little nerd. Gives me hope. Right. You know that a nerd like that can get with a hot chick like that, who I believe is hot. Some right. girls always like to bash on her because right. guys love her. Who Zoe? Yeah, why? Yeah, I don't bash why, on her. Why do women always just love to bash on other women? Women don't bash other so... women. Men bash on other. You're bashing on Russell Brand. You guys are. I I'm, ta- I'm bashing on his women. sex life, not him as a person. Oh, dude, what's the diff? I'm not. I don't bash on other women. You hang out with a different ilk. You hang out with people who meet certain stereotypes that I don't experience in my world. That yeah, women are bashing other women. When it's all good, it's free no, love, man. No, they don't all sleep with everybody. Peace signs and flower children, No way, dude. dude. That's not true. We <laughs> just don't sit saying? around trashing. Why are you with that bitch? <laughs> that bitch, that bitch stole my guy. <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, that's not what we talk about. Because you hang out with people that, like, that don't care. Because we're and drinking I'm not, wine and whatever? No. You guys just, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I think it's weird to me. And then, yeah, I mean, sometimes, yeah, I hang out with hood rat people that, like, you know, they're ghetto and they, they love arguing and having drama about stuff like that too. But also hang out with people that are like passionate about other people and they do care if that person sleeps with another person. You I know? Yep, yeah, I understand. 
Okay, moving on. Next email. Hi, Emily. Yes. I've been listening to Dan Savage, who's great, but was looking for some female perspective on my relationship. And a good podcast with a straight female's perspective. I'm listening to the episode from September 2nd, 2011. Wow. Understanding women, and it's awesome. I'm a 30-year-old man dating a 45-year-old woman. 30-year-old man dating a 45-year-old woman. She was a good friend of mine about a year ago. My friend and I have gotten through this issue, but I still have some problems that I can't seem to get over. I drive myself crazy thinking I am not as good as my friend and that the experience she has with has with me are not as powerful as with him. I can't even stand to even think of her with him. It's worse that they are close friends. I want to be the most incredible lover she's ever had. We've been together six months. And I know that she loves being with me. She is so responsive and reassuring, and I am a really, really good stand-up guy. But behind the confidence, I have so much insecurity and mind-fucking. It's totally crazy. Is there any advice about just being, being present and dropping all this mental shit that just gets in the way? Is there any way to increase my trust in my girlfriend and what she says about how she behaves with more positivity and loving as she loving as how she truly feels? Do I need to be her best lover? Is there always someone out there she remember more than me because they were much so much better? Thanks a lot, Emily. I look forward to listening to you some more. Woody from Boston, Massachusetts. Okay, Woody, here's the deal. Yes! There is advice about being present. You can be present right now in this moment. You can decide. You are in control of your mind. And every kind of your suffering right now is coming from your mind. In fact, 99% of the suffering that we all experience comes from our mind. You're torturing yourself. You don't even know. She might have thought he sucked in bed. He might have a penis that she didn't like. We don't even know this. But And I assume that you do this in other areas of your life. So you do have to work on loving yourself. I feel like you don't love yourself and you're not trusting of yourself. You say you're a stand-up guy, but you're not sure that you're good in bed. And the most important thing is before is confidence. But before you can even get that confidence, you've got to love yourself. And you've got to just start reaffirming. Every time one of those thoughts come in your head about feeling disgruntled or feeling worried that the last guy was a better lover, I need you in your mind just to push that thought away and replace it with two positive thoughts about yourself. That's how you do it. And then it becomes rote. And then you start to do it automatically. But it takes time and practice. But I have to say, if, if, I re, if you look at your whole situation here, you got a great relationship. She's reassuring. And you're suffering. And your suffering is a result of you. And you need to stop the suffering by being present. Maybe you need to meditate on it. I don't know what you need to do. Go to yoga. Do some kind of thing. But stop tripping yourself out. And in fact, women don't sit around longing. I mean, she's not with this guy anymore. She was with him. But now she's with you and she's been with you for a little while. So I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about this other stuff. I think sometimes we try to distract ourselves with things so we don't feel good, which is such a messed up way of being, but we all do it. So you gotta just be positive, be present with her, and I think you'll be okay. You'll be fine. You'll be fine, Woody. Okay, we can move into our topics. Oh, and the topics are we've got some plural topics here. Um Okay, well, first we've got why. Ways your ways to forget your ex so you can move on. And this is funny because at the beginning of the show, we were talking to Amy Laurent, who is uh, Your co-star. My, my co-star on um, Misadvised, which is a television show that's airing Monday night on Bravo Television at 10 p.m. And in the show, she's, she goes on a date with an ex. That's all I'm going to say. But she, there, some of us go on dates with exes and it's or we, we have issues with our exes or we can't move on or we're always comparing other people to our ex. And it just holds us back. So... Here's some questions for you. After your big divorce or breakup, do you visit your ex's social media sites to see what he or she is up to? 
Do you have strong negative reactions when his or her name his or her name comes up in a conversation? If you can't let go of your ex, it will be impossible to find new love with a new person. Divorce, divorced singles who are able to say, "I don't feel much of anything for my ex," were more were more likely to find a successful long term relationship than those who are still grieving, held grudges, or worse, were still in love. So here are six ways to forget your ex so you can move on with a new partner. This is going on in my office too. Someone in my office keeps dating her ex, keeps dating her ex, can't move on. I mean, have you ever done this, gone back to an ex? Or are, you, are you the kind of guy who's like done and done? Uh, no, I did it one time and learned my lesson. You it learned was a good lesson. Life, it was a good life lesson. Usually you break up with somebody for a reason. Yeah. And you got to remember that reason. So first you got to dial down your emotions. If you have unusually positive associations with your past, there's a good chance you're over-romanticizing the relationship. Um... So, on the other hand, if you have unusually negative associations with that relationship, then you're carrying around emotional baggage that can be affecting your current behavior. You might have a lot of anger. You're afraid of commitment and closeness. An excess of positive or negative emotions towards your ex is a sign that you need to work on letting it go. So, I think that's a common thing that a lot of people do. They break up with someone and they either put them on a pedestal and they're like, oh my God, he was the best I ever had. She was amazing. And you forget all the bad stuff and the reason why you broke up or you hate them vehemently and you think they've ruined your life and you know, and you blame them, not yourself. And remember, it takes two to tango in every relationship. You had some part to do it and it sounds like you need to dial down your emotions if you're feeling that way about your ex. And how many times did you go back to your ex? A lot. I slept with my exes a lot, but I didn't have a lot of emotions around it. I yeah, just had see, a lot of sex. See, that's what's that's, good about that's you. Different. I'm void of emotion. So No emotion. It's weird. I don't have a lot of emotion. No, just kidding. I do. Find a Not healthy- when it comes to relationships. relationships. Everything else, there's a lot of emotion. Oh, my God. My website, bro- when my website goes down, I literally, you'd have oh to take God, me to the hospital. Help me. I would have to be locked up in a mental institution if something happened to a website. But the like a guy dumps... I can't turn on the television. Oh, my God. Menace. I called Menace the other night to help me turn on my TV. But I wrote it down. It's 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 power on, getting, cable on. You're getting so upset with me. I Why? was like, because I was laughing at you, and you're like, don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. I, because I just really want to turn the it. TV on. I had to do live tweeting for and the And you room. just describe it wrong. <laughs> it's <laughs> written to down on, on my computer. What happens is people understand this. Who, no, they don't. Do they, they do. They do. Okay, they have fine, cable television. Maybe, maybe you're going to have legions of people. I probably can. So you have your cable television remote, right? Oh, or Jesus. maybe your satellite television remote. And the remote says all on. Right? People, you're listening. But what happens is when Emily wants to shut off her TV, she takes her TV remote and just powers off. Okay? So what happens here is her cable box is still on, but her TV is off. So when she goes to press that all on button again, what happens? Her TV turns on, right. but yet her cable box shuts right, off and she right, goes, right. oh my God, there's no signal. What's going on? So she hits power again and then her TV shuts off and her cable <laughs> box turns on. Exactly. It's a vicious cycle, people. And she's just trying to figure it out. <laughs> so I'm still confused. So now I go, okay, look and see if her TV's on. If her TV's on, then you press the button that says cable and then you hit power. It's and power. Then, That's it. And then your cable box will turn on and you don't have to worry about the TV. And then, oh my God, there's television, which you'll be on. I know. Imagine this, people. Imagine this. I'm trying this. to watch the show and I Imagine can't. Imagine if you are about to be on a national television show, 
right, on a huge network like Bravo, and you couldn't figure out how to turn on your own TV. Like I drive how, over to your house to watch how it. How much would that suck? That would suck so bad. <laughs> but luckily, you're going to be out partying in L.A. I'm going to be in L.A. Ashley Tisdale is the executive producer of our, uh, Love of our show. Love Ashley Tisdale. And do you? Yeah. She's oh, cool. amazing. I mean, I'm, she's amazing, but I didn't know you loved her. Um, and uh, where she's throwing us a party. It's crazy. In L.A. on Monday night. So anyway, I'm going to watch it live. But next time. Live? Well, not live. We're playing it earlier than live. But cool. Yeah. Okay, next thing. We're talking about ways to forget your ex so you can move on. A lot of people are caught up in their ex. Either they love them or hate them. No matter what it is, it holds you back from meeting someone new. So you need to find healthy ways to release these emotions that you have. You can engage in vigorous physical activities, make an effort to connect with others socially, volunteer, engage in creative activities. Write a totally truthful letter for your eyes only to your ex and then throw it away or burn it. I know that sounds silly, but sometimes you got to get out all your emotions to your ex, even though like, like people, I had a friend who was dating a guy for eight years. They broke up. It was horrible. He left her. They were going to have a baby, like the whole thing. And literally for a year, she was devastated about this guy and she never once looked at her own part in it. She just had anger spewing yeah. out of her to this guy. And it's really destructive and you can't move on and you can't manage rest. So the, so the sooner you follow these instructions, the sooner you'll be able to find someone. So you got to also share your story with a friend. So 80% of divorced singles who talk through their emotions found new healthy relationships. Find an empathetic friend to whom you can call and tell the whole breakup story, starting from things went wrong to now. The next thing you got to do is blame the relationship, not your partner. So people like my friend was blaming him. He did 100% of the things wrong. And I'm like, you know what? Like I said, two to tango. She was in that relationship. She must have done things that were wrong as well. So blame the relationship. Over 65% of people who ended relationships blamed their spouse or their partner for the divorce. He or she did something wrong. Women blame their ex more than men did. What do you think about that stat? However, spouses who shared the responsibility for the breakup are blamed the relationship itself, like we grew apart, we were ill-matched, fared better in terms of emotional healing and were more likely to find a new partnership. So blame the relationship, not yourself and not your partner. So when you replace the I to the he, she, to the we, so don't say I or she, say we did this, we did that, you're going to be more likely to move on from the X. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, people get angry and they blame, yeah, people how many girl women do you know are like, he did this and he did that? Yeah, she yeah. She did this and she did uh, that. Yeah, they don't take any of the blame. Right. They don't see anything that they did. But you know what? I'm trying to think what I did wrong in the parts where I broke up. See, you got to look at your parts. Um. I think two two of the relationships where I broke up that I can think of were not my fault. But one, uh-huh. one I'm trying to think, maybe I just didn't put enough effort into like working something out. Because there was the thing with my schedule. You know me. I get up super early in the morning, go right. to work every day. So I can't go out during the week. And I was dating somebody that just, you know, oh, wanted I remember to this, go hang out. Oh, I remember this, party girl every night. Yeah, I wanted to just go party and hang out can't and stuff it. like that. And, I mean, we talked about it. You know, but like towards the end, I was just like, I wasn't even putting any effort into right. the relationship. I was just like, ah, right. You need someone who allows you to be free. Yeah. And work and do your thing. Just get, just get out of here. <laughs> Go have your fun. Game over. And then <laughs> the party girl ended up, uh, uh, tolling, tolling her car, like, and getting a DUI <laughs> just, like, Seriously? eight months later. Ugh, party girls. It's and like party girls, boys. Like, I've dated party boys, and look, you've dated party girls. You can 
you can go have your fun when you're when you're young, but once you like start getting older, like you got to be more responsible. I know. When you have like, did a good, she have a job? Yeah, she had a really good job with a biotech company. Okay. Like, but some people can party both ends when they're younger. They can burn the candle at both ends. Yeah, but man, when you have something good, like an amazing boyfriend like myself, <laughs> and <laughs> you have an, you have a great job, you, you have everything going for you. you uh, I just don't. I don't want to bag on her friends, but her friends didn't have as much going on, so right. they would just go. Like party, they were they were great girls. They were they were awesome. But the thing is, like, they could go do that kind of stuff because they didn't have the responsibilities that you have, right? You know, right? But if you want to go and keep up with them, then you're just gonna get burnt, man. Right? right. You know, you gotta you gotta date your type. You gotta date someone who's in the same space that you are, wants the same things. And I think so often we get into a relationship with someone because the sex is great or we're attracted mm-hmm. to someone, but it doesn't mean you're a good match. Yeah. So recast the past in a neutral language. Instead of saying, he left me for a younger woman, find a way to rephrase this in a neutral way. He moves down, he moved on, and so will I. <laughs> this will help give your thoughts and perceptions a new form. It's all mm-hmm. about the way you think about it and the way you talk about it. So if you hear yourself repeating the story, he's a rat, he did that, he did that, you're going to perpetuate it and you're never going to let it go. You have to shift your thought patterns away from negativity to create new neural connections and replace feelings of pain, self-doubt, and distress with feelings of calmness. I've been working on this lately. Replacing negative feelings that I ever have and just being positive about the future. When do you ever have negative feelings? Well, I guess it's mostly comes in the form of stress. I wouldn't pin you to have negative feelings. No? Really? Not really. Really? I get stressed. Well, it's more like anxiety and stress. Yeah, I see you and I work, out over nothing. Like all my the time. website or whatever. Yeah, but, but I, I just, I feel like I worry about work mostly, and it mm-hmm. just isn't healthy. I've just project. I just have to know that everything's gonna work out. It's all gonna be good yeah. things. But you can control your thoughts. Like I told the last guy who wrote, wrote in that ninety nine percent. Think about it. Whatever you're pissed about right now, if you're in a bad place, I'm just saying if you are and you're suffering in some way, yes, you might be sick and you might have some illness. But 99% of things that most people suffer about is all created in our mind. And if you can change your thoughts and create new neural patterns with your thoughts and try to replace the negative with the positive, you'll be much better off. And you, will, you can change. You can be a happy person all the time, like me, because I've worked on it. Okay, then you need to change the present. Remove emotional triggers from your life. Scan your home for items that remind you of your ex and get rid of them. Avoid places where the you and your ex used to go, at least until you've truly moved on. Keep contact with your ex in situations of shared custody, for example, to a bare minimum. Set boundaries with your ex's family. It may take some time, but once you feel a little about your ex, you will be you moving on. What? Did you? You didn't write this. No. this. You don't follow any of this. Well, no, but people who are angry, because I'm never angry with my ex. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, you're great. I love you, but we're not together. But let's mm-hmm. still have sex. I, I don't date assholes or jerks that I hate. I don't hate anyone I dated except for maybe, I don't even a know. A couple. But yeah, maybe a couple. But most of the guys, I have to say that I don't have a pattern of dating bad guys or like douchebags. Yeah. Right? Maybe you have a douchebag meter. Maybe now somewhere. and then. Maybe now and then I'm dating a douchebag or a used car salesman that you talked about. But um, He was a used car salesman. He wasn't. Totes. Not that there's anything wrong with being used car salesman. He looked like it, but he wasn't. That's all. He just was wearing a suit and he had his hair The only thing back. he was missing was a pinky ring. No. A pinky ring would have sealed the deal. It is so not true. Guys. But I appreciate it. Guys, don't wear pinky rings. I'm telling you. Who wears a pinky ring? What planet are you on? <laughs> I'm sorry you don't do. travel outside 
the city. I do. I don't like going over the bridge. I'm telling you, I went to <laughs> Oakland. I got lost. Every I had a photo shoot. I get lost. Like yeah. I go over the bridges. Unless you're a rapper, yeah. okay, that has a lot of money in the bank, you can't wear a pinky ring. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, you can't do it. Every guy is dismantling his ring right now. T- take the pinky ring away. Um, Melt it down. Maybe get a gold tooth. A gold tooth is better than a pinky ring. I'm telling you right really? now. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that tip. Um, I've got a little bit, some few sex tips to sprinkle in really? here. Really? Yeah, because it's sex with Emily. You're listening to sex with Emily, by the way. If you're just tuning in, sprinkle me. Sprinkle you. Um, with it's good to be here on Extreme, Extreme Talk XM 165. It's free Friday show. Uh-huh. They're all free now from now on. And if you're listening to Extreme 165, uh, tweet at Sex with Emily. Yeah, do it. And do it now. Let us know that you're listening. We just want to know who's listening. And say you're excited that Misadvice is coming out. Pound sign. Pound sign. Misadvice. I love one it. word. I love that you do that. Yeah. I want to hear something really funny. <laughs> Go ahead. I've been training Amy on Twitter. That is frightening. So I'm like, no, you got to put a space by the at, and you got to do the hashtag. And she did hashtag misadvise two words. I'm like, it's got to be one word. Like every time she tweets, she calls me and she's like, is this right? <laughs> so that means that I know what I'm doing now. Menace with tweets, with the Twitter. You can find me at Sex with Emily. I can't, believe, away, I can't believe you're giving people directions. I thought you think that was funny. That's hilarious. Okay, so here's a few little tips here for men and women I'll start with because we don't have okay. a lot of time up. but. For men and women, have a fetish or a sexual fantasy. A good way to keep the sex interesting is to always have a fetish in mind during sex or a fantasy. Depending on your sexual partner, you can sometimes try your sexual fantasies out. So this is something we always talk about on the show that if your sex life is waning or you're not, you want to spice it up, talk about your fantasies. Just say, hey, babe, what do you fantasize about? See what they say. You might learn a lot about your partner. Right now, this Fifty Shades of Grey book is just taking off. It's huge. If you've heard of Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Mommy of porn. It's everywhere in the world. So, um, you know, she might have a fantasy to be tied up. You never know, so you need to talk about it. Another thing is you got to be spontaneous. It's the weekend. Monogamy and sex can get boring. So you got to add variety. Doing something you will never do and keeping an open mind with each other's sexual fantasies will keep the relationship alive and you'll have great sex. So you have to remember to be very spontaneous. Like, for example, and if you always have sex in the bedroom, you know, have sex in the living room. Have sex in the car. I don't care where you have sex, but do something different. Do it in a surprising place. Don't do it in the same way, the same time, the same places that you do everything else. And. What? If you want to talk about something. What? You were talking about Fifty Shades of Grey or yes. like stuff. You yeah. got you, you to gotta check out this show on HBO, people. It's called Girls. Oh, right. Is it still playing? Airing? It's still playing, yeah. Yeah. That's on demand. Just watch it. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm telling you right now, the first episode probably will scare you a little bit. You'll be like, this is freaking awkward. But it's so realistic, uh, real life situations, you know? So watch it. Okay. How many yeah. episodes have you seen? All of them? I've seen probably six episodes. How do you have time to watch all this goddamn television? Because I get home and I turn the TV on. You do. I get home and I try to turn the TV on, but I can't. What do you do? I'd be I bored out of my mind. I work. I work on other stuff. Work on what? Website. Life. I have the TV on in the background. That's what I, I do. I can't ever turn it on. Every time I walk home and I want to turn the TV on, I'm like, fuck, this is going to be stressful. I'm not going to be able to turn the TV on. But now right. I wrote it down when we were taking notes. Okay. Yeah. So another a tip for women is if you have issues with orgasm, you can add a pillow to your sex, to, your, mm-hmm. to, to the sex, pillows to the rescue. As with any non-standing sexual position, a strategically placed pillow can provide better access to her genitals, or in some cases, a pillow can be used in another way. 
So it can help elevate you, your back, your pelvis, so it can hit the right spot. You might really like it that way. Um, tongue action. Here's some tongue action for men. When you're going down in a woman, keep your tongue wet. It might sound crazy, but when you're doing it, it's good to have some saliva in your mouth for starters to prevent drag and friction. Keep your tongue hard and not soft while deep inside and softening when playing with her lips. So keep your tongue wet. What? <sighs> some people's tongue are dry. Yeah. What are you laughing at? No, I'm laughing at, at your descriptions. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we've got to wrap it this this pony up. All right, good. Pony show. It's been awesome. And um, thanks, everyone. Check out my book, Hot Sex. Over 200 things you can try tonight. My app is Kegel Camp. It will improve your sex life. Download Kegel Camp for your iPhone today. And um, subscribe to my podcast. It's free. Sexwithemily.com. And check out the all-new sexwithemily.com. All-new sexwithemily.com. And check out my show, um, Bravo TV, Monday night at 10 p.m. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Oh, and don't forget, check me out on Facebook, Sex with Emily, Twitter, Sex with Emily, and Instagram, Sex with Emily. And you can always email me and check out my brand-new website. Tell me what you think. So you know I'm obsessed with candles, right? Have you ever heard of massage oil candles? Okay, so get this. I always light candles when I'm enjoying a glass of wine with friends, and recently they were over, and I lit three candles for my new line called Emily and Tony. My skin felt really dry, so I went ahead and poured some of it on my hands, and I gave myself a quick massage. My friends were stunned that I did this, and immediately were obsessed. And here's why. See, these candles are really aromatherapy massage oils that when warmed like a candle, they melt into the most luxurious body oil that is super hydrating, leaves your skin feeling and smelling amazing, and it's perfect for massaging your partner or yourself. You can use it during foreplay, and you know me, I'm a firm believer in foreplay. They come in delicious flavors like creme de vanilla, cocoa, and fougere. Not just that, they look great in your home. So help us keep this podcast free. Check them out today at emilyandtony.com. And you're welcome.